Welcome to the Advantage Tennis Podcast, where we discuss the news, events and happenings from the world of tennis. Today, let's revisit the past. Stay tuned. The Australian Open has started and we're almost into the second week now. We all know that the second week is where the things start to get a little more intense, a little more interesting. Of course, the second week usually contains the big matches um, after round three and four. And although Nadal is out, Rudy is out, Zverev is out, I think there is still a lot uh, to look forward to in the tournament. Yeah, Novak Djokovic is playing phenomenal tennis. And I think Murray is the new fan favorite now. Back-to-back five-setters, big comebacks. So, along with Murray, we do have some big names left. And also, as it is Australian Open, it has the reputation for producing some of the best and longest matches. Yeah, Australian Open has definitely produced some of the best matches with a great atmosphere and some incredible finals. So, let's say we have to talk about three of the best finals in the last 20 years. What do you think? First and foremost, I think fresh in my memory is the 2017 final between uh, Roger and Rafa. A classic five-set match between the two champions and Federer producing some of his best tennis, especially with uh, his backhand. Uh, he was he was kind of taking almost all the backhands uh, on half volley and uh, keeping himself fresh and not hitting the backhands from behind the baseline. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things I noticed was Federer was a lot more aggressive in the fifth set, right? Which is probably what is the key point of this match. And if you look at the background to this match, Federer was seeded 17th and Nadal was seeded 9th. Now, as tennis fans, we know that this scenario is completely unheard of. Both were pretty much out of touch, pretty much out of form. Federer due to a surgery, a couple of injuries. Nadal was also plagued with injuries. And yet, these two players managed to produce such a memorable final. Yeah, yeah. I think another final which comes to mind is the 2009 final. So, once again, it's a Federer-Nadal rivalry. Absolutely. What a great match, man. But maybe a lot more intense. Both Federer and Nadal were at their prime. They were at their peak. And from the looks of it, Federer seemed to have an edge. He had proven himself as an all-surface player. He had won 13 Grand Slams before this on pretty much all surfaces except for clay. Whereas Nadal was still a clay specialist. And Federer was chasing his 14th record Grand Slam, equaling Sampras' record. Yeah, and unfortunately, he did not manage it in that match. But uh, very interestingly, he won the French Open to complete 14. That's quite ironic, right? Or maybe even special, I would say. What a great story. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, the third set was really the turning point where Nadal was serving at love 40. And it was 3-all. And as probably we are used to seeing, he showed tremendous grit and resilience in holding that service game. Otherwise, the way Federer was playing, I'm sure uh, if he had won the third set, uh, the match was his and it would have been uh, done and dusted in four sets. Yeah, yeah, absolutely agree with you, man. And come on, if you're talking about the best Australian Open finals, I don't think we can forget 2012 final, right? Djokovic versus Nadal, 
battling out for close to six hours, five hours, 53 minutes to be precise. Simply amazing tennis man. Yeah, I think statistically also uh, this match is uh, the longest Grand Slam final of Open Era. And I think that in itself is self-explanatory. So long rallies, you can imagine the end-to-end points. Two amazing athletes who simply refuse to give up. But in the end, uh, as we all know, Djokovic came out on top. Yeah, yeah. Although, if you look at the fifth set properly, once again, it was clear that Djokovic was the one struggling physically. Whereas, it looked like Nadal could have played another set. So, probably it says a lot more about Nadal's fitness. Not saying Djokovic is not fit, definitely. Playing for six hours, Australia Open final is no joke. But it seemed like Nadal was physically fitter, at least that day. Nadal can play a seven-setter match, you always <laughs> Yes, yes, definitely. Even today. <laughs> I think, I mean, the, that particular final would be remembered by uh, our generation of tennis fans and players. Pretty much our entire life. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you. So, anyway, to sum up, I think 2017 Federer-Nadal final, 2009 Nadal-Federer final, and 2012... Djokovic Nadal final are our top three picks for the best three finals in the last 20 years. Yes, yes, absolutely. But uh, I still remember uh, the recent final between Nadal and Medvedev. Uh, that did not really make uh, our list. So maybe you want to talk a little bit about that? Well, it was a great final, no doubt about that. Great comeback from Nadal. Two sets to down, two sets to love down. He was also a breakdown in the third, I think, or he was facing some break points. But maybe for me, it was more like Medvedev underperformed after the third set, rather than Nadal peaking his game, which led to the comeback. Full credit to Nadal for the comeback. Because we can't take anything away from him. But maybe the match won't be as memorable as the mentioned three finals few years down the line for this specific reason well that's it for a list of the top three australian open finals in the last 20 years thanks so much for joining the advantage tennis podcast